All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Driven Podcast. Today, I have the honor of interviewing Kate Bergen. I got to tell you, I am I am a huge pain in the butt when it comes to the kind of people that I enjoy working with. And Kate is at the top of that list. Kate is, is uh, uh, by my own uh, by my own words, a, a high achiever. And Kate, I really would love to learn a little bit about, you know, what life looked like up till when you and I started working together, which was January, right? Now it's uh, September. So, so give me a bit of an idea of where you were at uh, before, the, like when we spoke uh, at the beginning of the year, and maybe introduce yourself for those that don't know you. Okay, well, thank you for the great introduction, Miguel. I um, I love working with you, and I think I should have calls like this more often. It's a little ego boost if I'm ever feeling down. I don't know if <laughs> I see myself as a high achiever, but um, I think it's all relative. I've gone through various fitness programs in my life. I did Tough Mudder. I was running to the gym to do spin classes. And then life changes, job changes, relationship changes, moves in, in, in residence, and everything just you know, stops. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it was a constant cycle of, of doing really well and then stopping entirely and having to start again. Right. When I came to Driven in January, I had what August, about four months previous seen a photograph of myself and went, oh, you know, it's not aligning. The vision I have of myself in my mind is not what I see when I look at a photograph and I need to do something about it. So I started keto and okay. I lost... 10 pounds, I think, on keto, but it wasn't sustainable. I was living on cheese, pepperoni. Um, that was it about awesome, but my body was going, No, you, you yeah. can't live like this. And I realized that I was on the verge of um, just getting into that pattern again. And I don't think I would have been any, any farther ahead because if you don't do keto right, and I wasn't doing it right, um, it, it's there's a. I just thought I would be worse off than when I started. So I just made a commitment. It had nothing to do with New Year's resolutions or anything. It just timed for January, and um, I was even feeling pretty good when I went in there and I stepped on the body scan the first time, and then I sort of went and then I took my first photos and I was like. Oh, okay. Again, that doily isn't matching. The vision of what I have of who I am is mm -hmm. not how I see myself presenting when I get that that glimpse from the from the outside. Okay, that's that's so powerful. And so, tell me a little bit about if we if we go back to you know the November December just before we started working together. Tell me how you saw yourself in your head, and and tell me what what the picture said. So tell me about those two people. The picture in my head was that I was um, pretty healthy. I was doing all right. I was maybe, you know, better than most, worse than some. Um, something my dad always said is, you know, don't compare yourself to others. If I said, oh, my diet's okay, you should see what everybody else is eating. Right. And he would say, who cares what everybody else is doing? You know what's good for you. And so... I, I sort of had to snap myself out of that comparison to what I think is okay based on baselines of other people. I knew in my head that I wasn't healthy, but 
But I, I, so I think I was fooling myself a little bit. And I felt because I'd lost the 10 pounds that, you know, my clothes were feeling better, looser. I was doing something. I had conversations with friends to talk about what I was doing. But then I saw a photograph and I was, um, no, that's, I, I look heavy. I know when I look heavy and I could mm -hmm. see it, even though I tricked myself maybe into thinking that I was doing well. Yeah. And what did that symbolize? So as you see this picture of someone that you almost don't recognize and you're like, what? Wait a minute. That's that's not the me that I have in here. Um, yeah. What what do you feel that current picture said about that person? Because obviously that was powerful enough to trigger some serious action. And my goodness, you've been consistent now for almost a year. Who does that, Kate? <laughs> Apparently, I do. <laughs> we do. And, and that's why that's why I give you so much props because it's not it's not who works out the hardest one day. It's not who eats the most salads or the biggest salad one day. It's who stays in the ring until the very end. Like that's something that I respect a lot. And and so so for you, what do you think? What do you think you really saw beyond the size of of you know that you found yourself in? What what did that picture say about who you were or what your lifestyle was at that point? I think a, a bit delusional, you know, a bit in denial of of the direct correlation between. I'm not even going to say hard work. I mean, is it hard work to stay committed? It depends on how you frame it. It's work, yeah, but it's a choice. Um, mm. So I, I was in denial and I, I needed to choose actions that would align those two versions of myself, the one I thought and the one I wanted versus the one I saw. Um, and I hope this doesn't sound vain, but a lot of it, I am motivated by how my clothes fit and, and what yeah. it looks like, but that is directly connected to how you feel as much mentally as physically. Totally. Um, so, so it has been hard work and it has been commitment and, and, you know, driven is something that came up recently for me was, I don't want to go work out. I don't want to do it. I don't want and Oh, I'm just going to skip one and it doesn't, it's okay. It's just one. I'm so tired and so stressed out and la la la, you know, I thought, no, what am I going to do? Sit here and relax knowing that I'm supposed to, that I want to be doing this workout and I've committed to it. How am I going to feel after that? Really crappy. So I just gotta pull it up, suck it up, buttercup, as the cliche goes, go into the garage, do it for what? 40 minutes? Right. And then afterwards I'm gonna be back up. And then you're done. So the choice is to be down and feeling like I've 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 broken promises to myself and maybe failed, or just go and do it. And and I I think maybe I'm getting a bit addicted to that feeling of the adrenaline that comes and the uplift and, and the, the energy that it provides to just stick to it as opposed to that feeling of guilt and failure. And, and that's what it comes down to. Which one do I want to feel? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so, it's crazy, but in, in, in today's, you know, snowflake society, it like, uh, you're working out too much. Uh, you care too much about your health or, or, what your body looks like imagine if we said the opposite hey you don't care enough about your health and what you look like oh my god you'd be the worst human being on planet earth right but yeah. but the reality is you just said something so powerful so you're basically either choosing failure and guilt 
or to keep the promises to yourself and keep in mind not just what you want right now, but what you what you want tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. How you want to feel an hour from now instead of just how do you want to feel right now? And, and that, I think that's that's such a, a mindset shift, hey? That goes back to, you know, staying committed and in the ring for a year. This has been almost my longest time staying. I think it has been longest time. Um and you driven and I think part of your part of the branding at driven and and the and the taglines are you like don't give up. And I yeah. posted on the internal group recently, you know, I didn't want to do my workout today and I realized I'm going to do it, but I don't have to go crush it and kill it and and it's not all aggressive all the time. It's just staying with it. And staying with it can be can be quiet and mellow. It it can be yeah. it can be just checking the box to say done. Yep. It doesn't have to be, I have to lift more than I did last time. I have to hit a, and, and I'm competitive with myself. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's hard for me to not try to always up the game a little bit, but staying in the ring is upping the game. Yes, exactly. And and that's something that came more to the surface with the whole COVID thing for me, right? A lot of people were like, Miguel, I really feel like I'm, I'm like dropping all the balls, not just one or two, but like all of them. And uh, and I said, sometimes you got to let your drivenness show in different ways. And sometimes it's not that you can juggle the most balls, but it's just that it doesn't matter how many times you drop it, you're going to pick it up and try again. Mm-hmm. And, and with and that we- comes, I mean, another part of it is if you do fall off with eating or exercise, it's not failure. And I, I heard it before that just because you have a bad, an off week, and I've taken weeks off for holidays yep. or camping trips or, you know what, screw it. I'm going to just go out and enjoy some cocktails and good food tonight. Yes. Um, that is, it's not, it doesn't erase all the progress. The only thing that erases the progress is giving up. That's right. And it's this constant flow of, three steps forward, one back, two forward, none back. And and, and that's why it's taken so long. I, I mean, if, if someone had told me, and maybe you did at the beginning that I was going to be doing this for a year before I see even get close to my goal, and I'm not there yet, um, I would have said, oh, I, I can't do a year. Oh, a year, that's too long. long. I got I things now. to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hey, so you touched on another good point that I want to address because, uh, you know, so there's there's the people like you and like me that if you see a challenge, you're like, all right, let's see. And and you can go right ahead. But there's also a lot of us that, you know, maybe we've taken a we've taken it a little more personal when we've tried and we've failed in our own minds, and that prevents us from taking action, right? We mm-hmm. think, ooh, it's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. I I I don't do well with that. And so one thing that I wanted to highlight was that you just said. It's not like you haven't taken a day off or even a few days off. Um, you know, you've had your trips, you've had your camping trips. And um, and so I want to ask you a question that I get asked almost daily. Miguel, are there special foods that I should be eating in order to help me lose weight? Because I've been trying now for a while and, 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 and it's not working. I'm trying to be as perfect as I can with my food. So tell me a little bit. How has your food been over the last eight months? Have you eaten perfect? What does it look like? I don't think there's any such thing as perfect. (laughs) Um, It's my food lately, not great. 
uh, I, I count to macros in full disclosure. If I look at my, and I'm constantly on my phone with things, I think I was at like 40% fat intake yesterday. I had mm. a frozen pizza for the first time in a very long time. I had tempura for lunch. Even though I started out great in the morning with with uh, egg white omelet and um, you know lean ham and stuff, um, you just yeah I have to forgive myself. It's one day. Um, there's a, this one day in your life shouldn't be a problem. Who's that traveling uh, counting crows or something? I don't know. Um, tell me the question again. My mind. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so it is that that people seem to th have this this idea of. I can't commit because it's too difficult. It's too hard for me to live and always eat healthy, never have a treat, never mm. have a drink, never skip a day. Like, what do you think your 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 experience has been after eight months of consistent of, of being in the ring? Well, I think it's something that I apply to a lot of other areas of my life and a theme. It's curiosity and learning. I've learned so much, even just in the last week, in the last two weeks, in the last month about how other elements of my life impact nutrition. And I won't, yeah. when my family says I'm on a diet, I correct them. No, it's not a diet. It's a nutrition plan. It's a way of, of wanting to eat. It's something to strive for. So when I'm tired, I want the frozen pizza and the tempura for lunch. And so I just, I just take note and go, hmm, okay. So if this happens in my life, then, then, then I can expect this trickle down. And then I, I spend some time balancing going, well, you know what? I've been working 11 hours a day for the past 11 days straight. No wonder I'm tired. And this is this is now. So I'm going to do what I need to do for my mental state now, knowing that the payoff is a 40% fat day. Right. But this isn't forever. Come Monday next week, come Tuesday next week, I'll be sleeping back to eight hours a day. I might only right. be working six hours a day. So life is, you know, life is this. And if yeah. you if you get in the mindset where you have to see so strict and so perfect that you can't roll with it. Mm -hmm. I would beat myself up every day right. and then it's no fun. And then it's no, not sustainable. Um, so I d don't try to be perfect and learn. Like I'm right now, I know I, I, my habit is to go into snack mode. I did it with keto. What can I do that's quick? And, and cause I don't like eggplant. I don't like squash and I don't like a lot of things that these locale high protein recipes call for. Yeah. So I think I, you held me accountable and I emailed, and my strategy is very different. You know, I don't have a, I'm going to eat this on Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday. I have a list, almost like a menu. I was thinking about it. It's my right. home personal menu. What can I have for breakfast? I don't know. I'm stressed. I don't have time to think about it. I'm busy. Okay. Five things that I can pick from my own breakfast menu that I know I like, that I can make easily. And that most of the time the ingredients are on hand and right. I can pick that today. So there's some variety. Yeah. Some variety. And it's I, I keep consistent with things at home so that when I do go out, I can get my variety right. there in a really good quality way. So you don't need to be eating like, oh, my goodness, I got to eat my beans today or my lettuce tomorrow. Like, no, you're I, eating things that you enjoy. And that's why yeah. it's sustainable. Some lettuce wraps. I, I want to. So I'm going to incorporate at the point now where I need to incorporate a few more recipes into my menu. Mm -hmm. that I can just make off the top of my, he my head that yeah. aren't a big production. You right. don't have to follow the recipe book and take over the kitchen for two days or two hours even. I just, okay, I'll throw this together. Yeah. I like to assemble and build. Yeah. So, and it'll so, be different for everybody. Well, I agree. And I think that the, the message there 
for all of our listeners, all of our watchers, it's that you don't have to be perfect. It can be based on the foods that you enjoy. As a matter of fact, it should if it's something that you're going to stick with long term. Now, Kate, you just mentioned something awesome. So you're working and you work a lot, long days sometimes. This is so common, you know, for, for professionals that, well, you're just so busy. You don't have time to, you know, to, to, to devote to your fitness, to your health. So, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I know I need to, you know, put some more thought into it. But right now, work is crazy. How do you, a professional, justify taking that time of the day to, to, to look at your food, to do your workouts? How often do you work out per week? Uh, weights three days, general three, moving now to four. Right. So, so in general days. is like getting Step, either a walk or, or burning some calories. Right. So some, some activity and three days per week when it comes to, to weights, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those professionals or how do you justify setting that time aside, knowing that it directly diminishes the amount of time that you have for your business? I'm on my phone a lot. <laughs> so I admit that I, I, I working from home is key. People have commented, how can you do it all by yourself? I hit a hundred workouts today. Every mm -hmm, single I saw that again, self-directed at home. Well, not self-directed, but through the trainerize app at home. I haven't gone right. to a single class or into the gym once. Uh, that's made it possible because I can do it at eight o'clock at night. Right. I'm not a morning person. I think my life would be easier if I, in a way, if I got up and did it at, at six in the morning or five in the morning, doesn't work for me. I like to stay up till 11 o'clock at night, 1130. And it's just, I'm too tired. So I don't mind doing it at eight o'clock at night. Right. Um, it's only 40 minutes. And because the trainerize app is on my phone between sets, I'm checking emails and sometimes working. <laughs> so it reminds me of a movie there's a movie where there's like some politician lady and she's on a on a treadmill and she's got the phone going and it's kind of like that i go oh okay i'm living this life yeah um, and, and then and the kids you know i have two kids and they're running around they can help me i get them to be my timer sometimes they're getting a bit bored with it so i say you guys need to go entertain yourself for 40 minutes mom's in the garage i blast right. my music um, and I also think that the, the exercise energizes me to be better at my job. Okay, um, I can ask you. Yeah. What? Do, tell me about that. About that relic, uh, direct uh, correlation between your, you know, physical and mental uh, workout, and uh, and and how that translates to to work. It fits into my badass wannabe attitude. <laughs> Oh, I, I, love that. I blast the music and I get this kind of like if I have any angry songs, but it, but it does. So it sort of, it boosts confidence mentally in how I think, but I think there's chemical balances that, that come into play too. And um, I think that going to, I mean, it comes back to the physical, but if I show up in my professional environment as someone we judge on first opinions, and if I show up as someone who is, trim and looks like they take care of themselves in a, in a balanced lifestyle way, then that makes me in my mind, more of a professional. Yeah. Um, well, and I think, I, yeah. I think even, even if they, even if somebody was talking to you on the phone and they couldn't see that, yeah, you've got some pipes to yourself. You probably can lift that couch. Uh, you know, your confidence how you feel, and not confidence because of the, you know, the clothes you're wearing or the car you're driving. It's like who you know yourself to be 
that will come across even on a phone Absolutely. call and you Absolutely. can't buy that. You have to earn it with those work, with like with that hard work. One of the things Driven does is that the, the support group on Facebook and the accountability calls and, and messages and interactions with you, accountability. But in the end, you're really only accountable to yourself. And no matter what bit you're doing, what choice you make, how big or how small, it's it's been all, you can take all the credit. You you applied the discipline to your own life. And if that meant reaching out for help and support, well, you did that. I did that. And yeah. you can take full credit. And and that comes with a confidence that trickles over to every other thing. And it, it's hard to it's it's hard to explain, but it's so clear when you feel it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know I we have a hard not job doing it. I can't imagine making the choice to not be active. That if if you could go back to before you started keto, like to when you saw that that picture of yourself and you could, you know, you'd be sitting there with with past Kate, uh, what would you tell her? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I should have started earlier. I don't, I don't live life with regrets or looking back too much. I, I, maybe I should have started earlier. Um, I'm 50 next year. Um, I could be in the best shape of my life. And when I'm 50, maybe that could be, is a goal. I don't know if I have, if I have a direct message, um, but I'm glad I did it. And I can't, I can't imagine not being active. I, I'm happy with the way things are going. I think if anything, you would just be like, Kate, you're a fucking rock star. <laughs> like, like that picture may not say that quite yet, but that's who you are. And that's yeah. who's coming back. So thank you. Get ready, because well, here now, she comes. Now I know what I would do. I think I would take better before pictures. I don't think my before and after pictures are doing better. <laughs> They're always so awkward at the beginning, but but hey, there's there's a huge difference there of course you know the 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 you know the, the the weight is one thing and 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 23 pounds is not nothing uh but i think the you know living living a life where you can put your head on your pillow at night and and know that you lift your day with integrity to who you truly are that's that's mm -hmm. that's something you cannot buy and like you say it translates to every other area of your life and and it makes it better right one thing I had a, a, almost a final thought about being maybe back to perfection and being critical of ourselves. And maybe this is a barrier for some people is we, we tell ourselves a story that we can't do this or we're not worthy or we're not good enough or what business do I have lifting weights or going to the gym or setting up my own gym. It's not it's not me. It's for other people. And associated with that, I, I'm, I'm very critical of myself, as I think a lot of people are. And I can turn that criticism around and this is the antidote for it and so it's it's that line between using the self-criticism to propel the change but not to the point where if you fall for a week or take a break or don't hit something one day that it's all over and right. that comes back to that learning process so just use use the critique that we have to, to in a positive way it's always a choice always
I love it, Kate. I can't yeah. believe we got this done in 28 minutes. We had 30. So this is awesome. I feel like we're just starting. Sorry. I agree. I agree. We need to do this again because I think that you've had a tremendous uh you know, a journey and, and there's a lot that we can learn from, from that journey, but uh, I want to respect your time. Thank you so much for, for being here, for sharing this. Um, uh, we'll put it out there and uh, to everybody, thank you so much for, for joining us and we'll see you again soon. And thank you, Miguel, for everything and your team. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you so much.